Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Welcome to the Born Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how the devil are you doing? Hello, salut, how are you? I am good. I am uh, currently in the cabin down the end of my garden, and I've, I've, I've still not, since we did that podcast show in London's uh, um, mm. business design centre in Angel, um, I've yet to bring all of the stuff that I took to put on the stand you know the stand that we we, we set up um so now i've i've not got a, i used to have a logo that said abroad in japan behind me on the screen uh, now i've got a copy of um the Sierra video game, the uh, Gabriel Knight mystery, uh, The Beast Within, which was, I think, the second or third Gabriel Knight game, and uh, full motion video, six CDs, uh, Windows ninety five. It, it was a it was a great time for full motion video uh, video games, and mm. uh, and and so I've got a little pack I've got a pack of it uh, behind me. Uh, so I'm just trying to entertain you, Chris, more than anything else, and uh, yeah. It's just not the same as seeing the Abroad Japan logo. I know. Like to be validated. I know. I, I made that. I know. Logo. It makes you feel proper. It makes you feel like I'm. <laughs> it makes you feel like I'm doing a proper job down the end of my garden. This is not a proper job. <laughs> no, it's not. It's I, really I not. you know, I, I often do things in, in my videos where I think, what am I doing? How what is this a doing? job? How, How is, is this a career? <laughs> well, we got a video coming out. Uh, this is where it's out now, mm. as the time of this podcast, where I stayed in the church in the prison with Joey and Connor. Yeah, the church in particular, the prison. You know, there's a story there. There's a history. <laughs> the church. It's just Connor and I in a church. Yeah. And like, if the camera wasn't rolling, I'd be like, "What the hell are we doing? This is so <laughs> bizarre." And then today, because it's like mega heat wave in Japan, uh, really unpleasant. I've just sort of been in my studio um, the last three or four days with the aircon blasting away, mm. and I've been doing it all while building a flying car. What? Set. You've been building a yeah. flying car set. I sent you a photo of it, and you went, "What's that?" And it's a flying car. <laughs> well, I didn't realise it was How a flying. How can you tell? Well, I didn't realise it was a flying car set. I I just saw you with two projectors and a weird little sort of like translucent <laughs> screen. I think it was all very impressive. I have to say, it was beautifully done. So I don't know if you had it in the UK, but in Japan, because of COVID, a lot of um, like every ATM has this like bit of plastic in front of it, right? Yeah. So you're not breathing or coughing on the customers or, or the like staff. Mm. So I got some of those, 
and I've turned that into like a windscreen and some windows for my little flying car. Right. I've used the sofa as like a a chair. <laughs> I built a little roof out of some broken lights, mm-hmm. and then I've got the projector shining uh, behind the car and to the left, so it's created this sort of three D. <laughs> Effect, and I've got like a a um, a throttle for an airplane that I bought. <laughs> so uh, it's amazing. You're gonna love it. Uh, you've only seen bits of it. You saw it when it was like 25 percent done. It's now yeah. a solid 80 percent done. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it looks pretty cool when the lights are down and you mm. put the like the projectors on. It looks pretty pretty damn good. But what, what's this for exactly? Is it kind of like anything in particular? Uh, a video so, that's coming up. Well, I've, yeah, it is. I've spent like three days working on this for what is going to be about a 15-second sequence. What a twat. <laughs> why, why do I do it? Why do you why do, do it, Why do I put Chris? effort in? Why do you do it? If I was clever, it would just been an ad read for Squarespace or Skillshare. <laughs> but no, uh, basically I'm going to talk about misconceptions in Japan and uh, one of them is just technology, right? Okay, right, I see. Easy, low-hanging fruit, I guess that one. But yeah. uh, I've got some other ones as well. I've mm. got four different points, but the biggest one is tech and how uh, I think everyone thinks Japan is like a futuristic wonderland and it's not... I've even bought, for the first time ever, a fax machine to prove my point. <laughs> so I've got a fax machine now. Have, now, has that been able to... Have you been able to um, hook that up to the system or uh, is it just kind of... It just sits there doing nothing? Well, I'm going to plug it into the power. I don't know if I'm actually going to hook it up right, to the okay. uh, phone line because I know people will probably like destroy my studio by just faxing in loads of crap. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like the fax machine that we have on the podcast because it doesn't actually involve operating a physical fax machine. Yes, that is true. Um, yeah. But it's cool though. We could it'd be good actually. We could we could definitely use it for the podcast somehow in yeah. some way, shape, and form. I haven't even plugged it in yet. I've got to carry it from my house to the from my home to my uh, studio, and like it's a pretty heavy thing. I mean, I guess it's kind through. of uh, it's no um, you've got no way of connecting it to because it would have to be connected to a phone line. But would it have to be a static phone line? Would it have to be a, a landline, if you will? I don't know. How it would work. I wonder. What, you think it'd have like Wi-Fi, right? Are we these d- days, d- yeah, there are. I mean, most. Uh, I think you can just. I think you can just fax these days just from Windows or or, or on your Mac. Really, these are different numbers. But uh, yeah, I, d- I don't know how it would set up there. I, mean, I do not want to read that manual. To be honest, in Japanese, good no. God. <laughs> and I don't think I intend to either. But uh, yeah, it should be a good video talking about tech and uh, a few other things. Mm. Like I, I want to get back into doing a lot more sort of uh, like mini indoor commentary documentary style videos a bit yeah. more planned out because I've, mm. I've done too much running around unscripted stuff but it's nice to get back indoors have a plan have a vision and build a flying car <laughs> uh, it's just basically that's it's just an excuse to build a flying car it doesn't need it at all for no. this video as I was building it, I was like, I've spent lots of money on this and I really didn't need to. I could have just said a sentence like, Japan's not what you think. But instead, I've done this elaborate sketch and it's probably going to be rubbish. But that's that's That's, that's life, baby. That's look, that's what you look. That's, if you, you, anything to distract you from, uh, from not eating or eating food, I think that's important. <laughs> yeah, the diet continues to go well. Yeah. Um, I think I've lost uh, half a kilo. Good. So That's the three stuff. kilograms that I put on in the UK, mm. I'm on my road, I'm on my way back to uh, shifting that weight. Yeah. Now that my breakfast isn't just a pile of sausages, bacon, <laughs> eggs and potatoes, it's not It's not that hard to, I mean, to lose fair, that weight. You're, you're, you're kind of, uh, your um, diet is is so bad, you could turn this around was, with, was, a couple, was, with a couple of just, 
just small tweaks. I, I, I really... It annoys me because my diet even isn't as bad as yours and I can't shift the weight. So I would I would love to be my weight and have your diet because I could just cut out the odd bit of fried chicken and I'd be losing it. It's wonderful. So I think you're going to have a Do nice time. Do you go time. to the gym? Do I go Do to the gym? fitness? Uh, no, not anymore. <laughs> I keep on telling oh. myself. I've got a little workout uh, got a little workout bench. I've got a little uh, workout bench that I occasionally look at and go... Oh, I mean that could be uh, that could be doing that could be. Uh, <laughs> oh, no mind. Oh, no. Why don't you uh, set a goal for when I come back to be really fit and good, just yeah. as I am. When you come back, when I come back, and you're you're going to be blown away by whatever <laughs> I look like. I'm probably dead away. at this point. Okay, yeah. <laughs> six months. God help me. God a, help a you. long way to go on this journey. Yeah, long way to go. We got a story this week from James, the Australian Pete Donaldson. He bills himself as mm. uh, James, the Aussie Pete Donaldson Harmer, as per the Luke and Pete show. Does that does that mean anything to you? Uh, kind of, maybe. I, 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 to be honest, if you that think means I, no, I mean, you know that I can never remember what happened on last week's Abroad in Japan. So, uh, Luke and Pete show, which uh, we, we record at weird times anyway. I haven't got a hope in hell's chance, to be honest. Useless, useless. There you go. Hello, Chris. Hello, it's hello, the Chris and the Pete. <laughs> uh, in 2018, myself and two friends took a holiday to Japan. On arrival at Osaka Station, we found a taxi, explained where we were heading, and the driver started putting our luggage in the boot of the car. As the boot was too small for the three suitcases, uh, they were hanging out the back with two straps holding down the roof of the boot. Oh God! About halfway into the drive, we crossed a six-lane bridge, and at some point, the car. Uh, boggled in just the right way and the middle suitcase went flying out of the car landing in the middle of a busy road my friends and I saw this uh, however the driver did not the language barrier oh my god the language barrier made this very difficult to convey the situation but a series of yelling pointing and gesturing <laughs> led the driver to pull over in the left lane of the bridge hazard lights on uh, I think oh he jumped out ran through the traffic towards the suitcase which is being hit from car to car like a bull in a pinball machine nice. oh my Christ. much to our surprise despite the suitcase and some souvenirs being totally ruined the clothes and majority of other travel items survived and uh, had not spilled out all over the road the driver apologised dropped us at the hotel and left <laughs> after raising the issue with reception they called the taxi driver or company and later on that day he returned with some cash compensation for my friend Ooh. to buy a new case it sure was Experience. Cheers, guys. James. That's amazing. I mean, that's that's. I think that's a good story. Yeah. In terms of like a, a, a happy story, where the driver did do something. I mean, that is service, isn't it? Up. Wow. How much? I mean, how much cash do you get for a suitcase these days? I mean, I I, the I travel. I, I don't just travel light. I travel very cheap as well. I I buy <laughs> very very cheap uh, 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 luggage. If indeed I ever no, you take don't. luggage with me. No, you don't. You bought a rice cooker last time you came to Japan. I did not buy that a rice back. I did not buy a rice cooker. I bought some um, some a massive television and radio uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, I can't believe that though. That's. Uh just picturing this luggage just bouncing around a bridge in Osaka being hit from like, Toyota to Toyota and then, yeah but at uh, least the guy came back and kind of you know gave a bit of money back that wouldn't happen anywhere I don't think can you just imagine the, the panic of trying to communicate my luggage is gone my luggage to a driver who doesn't speak English smashed like, up to fuck 
I know, right? Oh, like, how the hell would they do that? But well done. That's a happy well ending. And um, just goes to show the uh, the taxi companies of Japan are pretty nice. They mm. do go the extra mile. Indeed. And generally, I've had uh, I've had nothing but good service. I only had one sort of not great taxi driver in recent memory and he he just refused to put the location of where I wanted to go into the map and he made me navigate every road he maybe he, he'd be like which way is it which way and he would be like really angry and Ooh. sort of like stressed and I'd be like I don't know left and he'd be like no it's right and he just wouldn't I, he wanted me to tell him which way to go so he could he say then in, incorrect so he could tell me the wrong thing right yeah. okay we went round in circles in Sendai for half an hour when the journey should have been like 10 minutes I and love, I I love the him. abusive relationships you have with your uh, with your taxi <laughs> drivers <laughs> absolute <laughs> gaslighting you all the time wow <laughs> I just I don't know why he didn't put the location in he just uh, yeah. idiot oh, god damn it anyway never mind taxi drivers aside who are mostly good in Japan um, very cordial <laughs> what is the news of the week what's going on in Japan oh Fill Chris well you may remember god it must have been about a year ago we talked about a 7-Eleven shop a rogue owner of a 7-Eleven shop um, oh yeah in Minami uh, Kamikasaka uh, in oh god Higashi Osaka City uh, <laughs> there, yeah, right. are, there are two convenience stores in the same parking lot and they are both 7-Elevens two 7-Elevens next what? to each other because the older of the two stores started out as a normal franchise branch that, that, that's kind of how a lot of business uh, works around the world isn't it like Manchester yeah, not Manchester Jesus McDonald's. I said football in Japan earlier. I got those two mixed up. Uh, now I, I'm mixing up the word McDonald's and uh, and Manchester. In, in McDonald's, uh, they sort of say that famous clip: "You're not in the fast food business. You're not in the burger business. You're in the real estate business." These um, mm-hmm. you basically um, franchise out all of these uh, all of these uh, restaurants. And Seven uh, Eleven franchised out franchises out a lot of their of their stores. They give them all the product, and they get someone else to run it, and they take um, you know most of the product. Profits. It's how it all kind of works. Yeah. But this man, uh, by the name of uh, Matoshi Matsumoto, he basically decided that he didn't want to keep his uh, branch open 24 hours a day, which was a stipulation in his contract, according to 7-Eleven, that you had to keep it open for 24 hours a day because if you close for any uh, period of time during the night, obviously you're missing out on Pete Donaldson drunkenly stumbling in, buying seven coolish <laughs> and a, a spaghetti bolognese dinner uh, for the microwave. But um, basically, uh, he... The 7-Eleven back in 2019, end of uh, 2019, uh, they revoked Matsumoto's franchise license, uh, basically cut him off from all of the 7-Eleven uh, supply networks, and uh, and they also basically just um, filed a lawsuit against him and then built another branch in the same parking lot. They bought <laughs> or rented uh, the, 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 the same parking lot and put a 7-Eleven next to his original 7-Eleven. Uh, Matsumoto could only keep the store open for a little while longer selling his own weird stuff and and kind of gassing out the supplies it already had um but basically matamoto unwillingly uh voluntarily he wouldn't voluntarily vacate the branch 7-eleven filed a lawsuit against him but it's taken fucking ages uh for, for this to kind of all come to a head and uh, the judges have, have finally come back with a verdict the osaka district court reached a decision it sided with the multinational corporation 7-eleven <laughs> what a fucking surprise, surprise. yeah uh, the 
judge cited Matsumoto's deviance from the 7-Eleven's established policy of 24-hour service that uh, the company's demand that he'd uh, conform to what customers expected the chain to uphold its brand image was a reasonable requirement for a franchise owner. So, ownership of the branch has gone back to 7-Eleven. Matsumoto must finally vacate his store and uh, also uh, Matsumoto has to pay... About a hundred thousand dollars in damages to Seven Eleven. He's mm. uh, he's he, he's not happy. He says an unfair judgment. I was very angry when I heard the verdict. Uh, I will be filing an appeal, and now I'm really ready to fight. Uh, some might suggest that he should have done his fighting a little earlier in this process, but uh, now he's really ready to fight. Uh, so now we finally uh, they're finally able to either bash both stores together, keep the original one, keep the new one. Who knows? My God. I mean, I don't know whose side I'm on here, really. I remember when we read... Now I remember reading this story out in 2019 when this came about and how ridiculous it was, right? (laughs) Like, I I don't think it was ever going to end that well for him, to be honest, going up against, like, a billion-dollar company. Yeah. I don't. His main. So let's let's go all the way back to the start. He mm. he decided to not keep it open twenty four hours a day because he said he didn't have enough staff to do so. Yeah. Why not hire more staff like a normal shop? Mm. He's in Higashi Osaka, West. Uh, sorry, East Osaka, right? Yeah. Population twenty three million. <laughs> I'm sure there's a few people around there that might think, yes, I'll work at Seven Eleven. Uh, I don't know. I don't feel that's a good enough excuse. No. Maybe Seven Eleven came down a bit too hard on him. But like, you got to play by the rules if you're taking out a franchise. You yeah. Know. If I'd gone, if I, you know, if if Pete and I were on a drunken night out in Osaka, twenty nineteen, mm. and we turned up in Higashi Osaka. <laughs> oh, there's a 7-Eleven there. I need some water. I'm battered. Oh, wait, the door's not open. The store's not open. What's going on? This has never happened before. Anywhere in Japan. God damn you, 7-Eleven. I'm never going there again. Like, uh, And, you know, that's a sort of chain, of, the, the chain of events. That's why it would go down. Yeah. I would probably go Lawson's instead. So I get it. I, I think he was a bit daft. I like the idea that he was running this like Seven Eleven, <laughs> just like Without a kind the of yeah, Seven Eleven, like a bizarre, just I mean, like dodgy in, food. In, in in the same way that the uh, the, the Russians uh, basically took over yeah, the, McDonald's. Uh, the the McDonald's and sort of ran their own little little hustle and and renamed it and stuff. It's going to be interesting to sort of see. You know what? What sort of thing they deliver? You know what sort of products they deliver? I imagine because when, when they're not uh, consigned to uh, dealing with uh, IP infringement and stuff, and it's uh, it's all it's all very strange. I'm I'm, I'm against it, but I'm for it. Really, <laughs> it's very exciting. What a rebel! What a rebel! Seven <laughs> Eleven, where half the food's gone off, yeah, and half the other food's just inedible. weird stuff. He'd just be selling just weird. weird stuff like homemade sandwiches and stuff. It'd be exciting. <laughs> Nat- Natsuki branded bloody. <laughs> Pot noodle, <laughs> cut noodle. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I, I do feel it's sad that he's got to pay $100,000. That's yeah. a sad ending. But, you know, it's Osaka, a city of rebels. And I'm not surprised <laughs> this happened in Osaka of all places. You wouldn't get a story like this in Sendai. City of uh, rebels. And it is very rare. It is a very <laughs> rare thing. Um, but there you go. Yeah. Keep an eye out. If, I, I do want to go down to Higashi Osaka and just see, like, two 7-Elevens side by side it must be a very lucrative place if they stuck a branch up literally across the park, car park yeah you, you think that it you must would have been a of, very good place you think you would sort of cut your cut your losses a little bit but maybe they sort of figured that well it's quite cheap to put this up uh, maybe that's the store that he's got is actually quite old school so maybe it would need a bit of refurbishment anyway uh, and they probably sort of thought well we'll just put another one up um, we'll, we'll trash the next the other one when, when, when the uh, courts find us in favour and uh, rather than just kind of like lop off the you know the 7-Eleven uh, brand in that area I don't know it's interesting 
Interesting. I mean, it's incredible, really, how many convenience stores there are in yeah. any given neighbourhood in Japan, right? That they're able to uh, th- still thr- thrive in, in these areas, yeah. Well, yeah, in the space, like, sort of any corner of downtown Sendai, you're always only sort of 100 metres from a Lawson, a Family Mart, a Seven Eleven. Uh, I mean, just down the road from here, there's a Family Mart, and then 100 metres from there, there's another Family Mart. Yeah. And then there's a Lawson, and it's just like... <laughs> we don't need so this many, many. But- we just don't need this many, surely. It's bonkers, <laughs> but they build them in the in sort of very small places, right? So rather than having like the sort of uh, model of the West where we sort of go for like a big shop on the yeah. outskirts of town, they like it in Japan where people live urban lifestyles and skyscrapers and apartments where, mm. you know, every corner of the street, you've got a shop there. It's not as big as your traditional supermarket, but it's got everything that you could possibly need. And I, I did find when I was back in the UK, that's probably one of the things I missed the most yeah. uh, which is like oh, I need to just buy a sandwich at 3am yeah. uh, but there's nothing and so I miss that I think I miss that more than anything yeah. they really are bloody convenient and uh, you'll miss it too if you ever live in Japan <laughs> uh, we'll be back in just a moment guys with the fax machine your comments stories and questions Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dolls? We got a message from uh, Dural Patel. Hello, Dural. Uh, hello, Mr. Affable and Mr. YI Man. My name is Dural. Uh, I was wondering if drinking the water in Japan for a US resident will make me sick. Uh, when my family travels to India or even go to any other foreign company, uh, company, country, the uh, tap water is sometimes uh, something we have to be wary of because it can lead to food poisoning. Is this also the same uh, for Japan or is it generally better at water quality over there? Also, uh, is why I man a real thing uh, that they say in the UK, Pete? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tackle that one before we get on the what one. Yes, it is. <laughs> Up in the northeast, uh, why I man, it just means yes. Yes, sir. Why I man. <laughs> I'd never even heard of this phrase until I was, I was in Osaka with Pete and he <laughs> said it and he tried to teach some, um, some nice strangers the phrase yeah. and I was as confused as they were. They so. were giving us some Osaka dialect. I was giving them some... Uh, some Common or garden <laughs> Geordie. Common. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I mean, no, the, the water is great in Japan. Drink mm. it, love it, it's fantastic. Drink no food it, poisoning. love it, it's fantastic. <laughs> Bathe in it, swim in it, drink yeah. it, whatever you yeah. want. Not in that order. Yeah. I mean, uh, it is good. I, what I do notice is I like the drinking water in Japan right. more than the UK now. There's a very different sort of different kind of flavour vibe UK water just tastes chalkier yeah it has a more calcium taste and here it's more chlorine chlorine-y chlorine-y <laughs> I don't know <laughs> chlorine it's good though don't worry about it yeah I mean there are lots of countries in Asia where you can't drink out the tap still um, but uh, Japan's not one of them right they do have uh, plumbing and drinking water to the standards of like uh, Western Europe yes it's very good the US and yes. North America yes uh, we've got one here from Nick that says hi Chris and Pete quick question I was digging through my garage and found an old Passmo card uh, Suiki card Ooh. from my first trip to Japan back in 2017 do you think the card is still usable I believe it still has about $80 worth of yen in it maybe Whoa. $50 now because of the weak yen uh, thanks guys Nick from California I think you could still use it right you, you would know Pete you come over intermittently every few years probably bringing a Suica card with you <laughs> uh, yeah a couple of times I've, I've used it I, and, and also I think they're, they're pretty fair I think it's stuff like that I think if you if you had uh, if you had one that you I think you could at least get it exchanged for something what do you reckon I don't know about that now like exchange for one that works like if you sort of went to mother and went look this has got a, a, an amount of money on surely I think they're quite fair about that sort of thing I've decided well I think it'd still work they're pretty simple technology mm. and as, as far as I know they haven't really changed in the last sort of 10 years that I've been here yeah um, they've just become more adopted like you can use them everywhere like in taxis you can pay for your groceries with a Suica mm. card I'm saying Suica instead of Passme because Suica is a sort of more common um Brand. Yes. I've never. I always forget what the difference is, but they basically do the same thing. We've spoken about this. What, what Suica is as well. It's like a. I thought it was like a slice because Suica is watermelon. Uh, watermelon, isn't it? And it's. Uh, yeah, and I thought it was like a little slice of watermelon, a little sweet slice of watermelon that you can access goods and services with. Uh, but it's actually the. Uh, it's 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 the car Suica. It's card car, uh, and the sweet is the noise you make when you put it through a machine. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, which I find that very that. enjoyable. I'm glad you reminded me yeah. of that. It's nice, isn't it? I like that. They love they onomatopoeic yeah, cool. uh, stuff, don't they, in Japan? They do. What's your favourite onomatopoeia? Uh, doki Doki. <laughs> doki Doki. Doki heart Doki. Racing. When your heart races because you're in love. Oh. Oh. Nice, nice. I mean, I'm Doki Doki when I use my Passmo card. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you'll be fine, mate. You'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, use it. Enjoy it. Bathe in it. 
I don't know why I'm obsessed <laughs> with bathing. It's because it's so hot. I want to bathe in some water. Yeah. Ellie, Chris, and uh, Chris NT and Pete Sam. Now that Chris is back in the UK, although I'm not, that's, that's over with. <laughs> it's got me thinking. I'd love to know something uh, Japan has, whether that's a piece of tech, a product, or a cultural tradition that you both think would thrive in the UK. And what is something we have here in the UK that will be beneficial to those living in Japan? Thank you, guys. Uh, Ceres from South. Wales, what do you think, Pete? Peace, technology, product, Ooh. culture, tradition. What do you want? What do you want to steal from Japan? Just uh, big dinners. <laughs> Their dinners aren't big, big enough. Big dinners. Big dinners. The, big, the dinners <laughs> aren't big enough. I've decided. <laughs> what in Japan? Yeah, they're not big enough. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, you got to go to an izakaya. It's all about oh, like yeah. if you go out of bloody Natsuki, they are. Natsuki is a habit of ordering three times too much food, <laughs> and we have to awkwardly leave the restaurant, and there's still lots of food. Yeah, it drives me mad every time. <laughs> um, piece of tech, piece of tech. Any any ideas there? Piece Ooh. of tech. Oh, I don't know. Uh, don't really know. I tell you what. I tell you one thing. I noticed when you go to a train station in Japan. Pan, the gates are always open, right? Whereas yeah. in the UK, the gates are shut. Okay. I think... So, like, when you scan your train card, rail pass, put your rail ticket in, in the UK, you do it, and then the doors open, you take your ticket and walk through. Whereas in Japan, the doors are always open, and they oh, and only they close when you've, when if you've your tried ticket to get is broken. Yes, I see. Yeah, Just, I understand. It's, and it's much quicker, because you sort of race through. Yeah, the no default problems, is, right? but that is... But that's the difference, isn't it? Default, uh, you're guilty uh, until proven innocent uh, over here, but you're innocent until proven guilty over there. <laughs> Certainly seems so. Although yeah. one time, my friend, a uh, good friend of mine, uh, he didn't know for whatever reason he was going through very fast. He tapped his card; it didn't work. But he was carrying on walking at a brisk pace. The doors shut. He hit the doors, and they smashed open anyway. And he went about his day, carried on on, <laughs> on his way to the train. Uh, so the doors aren't as strong as you think. No. Conversely, I've done it once and smashed myself in. And it was very painful. <laughs> I so smashed myself in, mother. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> in a good place. It was very oh, painful. So be careful. Right in the with right those in the doors. Bits. Right in the bits. It's like it's like a bloody guillotine. But that's the tech <laughs> I want in in the UK. Get the doors open. Make yep. things quicker. Okay. Um, cultural tradition. Uh, you know what? F- festivals in Japan. Pretty okay. cool festivals. Well, they make a float. They make a paint. They painstakingly spend a whole year building a float yeah. that's crafted by a whole town meticulously, and then they parade it through town, and then they burn it. Yeah, I, I like that. I well, I guess we had. Well, I guess we had like. Um I guess we have like uh, you know anti-masker uh, uh, demonstrations in town. That's quite similar, isn't it? I suppose <laughs> burning, burning the towns of the UK. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, mean, I do because the because uh, of COVID, lots of the sort of festivals around Japan have been closed off or shut down the last two three years, and I think this year for the first time. It's there's a degree of normality, so yeah. it's kind of exciting. Like there's so many cool festivals um, where there's like, I mean, I, I could go spend the whole day going into them now, but like, you know, two sides build uh, a, like a float and then have them fight each other. Um, there's the <laughs> Tachi Neputa where they build a big float that's 23 meters tall. Yeah, there's loads of festivals, and we should talk about them at some point when we get into summer. Yeah, where most of the festivals take place, we should do a festival special talking about the many festivals yes, around Japan because. They are 
absolutely stunning and uh, one of the highlights of the country and the culture uh, keep the stories questions comments coming in to Born Japan podcast at gmail.com guys uh, wherever you are have yourself a great week we'll be back to do it all over again later although not with Pete Donaldson because oh. you're gone next week on a holiday aren't you I'm out of again. there yeah Hol- I was at holiday ah. you were on a holiday you were over here doing your holiday no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was doing a podcast with you in the UK. Oh, don't be rude. Your furnace, furnace recording studio. Correct. But we will instead have American Pete, <laughs> Pete's American brother yeah. in arms, who he's never met. He's a good. You lad. never met him, have you? I've met him. I mean, oh, I met him. Yeah, I met him in. Uh, I met him in. Oh, did I meet him in Sendai? I met him somewhere, and we had some. Uh, no, did I? Yes, I did meet him. Where, where would I have met him? No, I've definitely met him. There's, there's definitely uh, photographic lies. evidence of me meeting him. <laughs> I'll find oh, I it. don't think you have. Why do I think? It. Maybe but, he's uh, just so friendly. I think I've met him. I have met him. <laughs> so tricky. That how it works. We meet someone friendly. Exactly. But uh, yeah. he'll be coming in. He'll be True in that. for Pete. So True that. Look forward to that. Cool. But for now, guys, have yourself a great week. <laughs> have a nice holiday, Pete. And we'll see you right back here all over again on the Abroad Japan podcast. Bye for now. Bye bye. Fuck, let me do that again. <laughs> Forgotten what I say. Fucking hell. Uh, top London, what was it I say? Uh, the heat's getting to yeah, me. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's smashing stuff. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.